celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this almost Friday, Thursday. It is the 29th day of June, 2023, your date 629-2023. We welcome you to the show as we ramp up for the big 4th of July holiday racing. And since it's on a Tuesday, we're rocking all through the weekend and we're picking up Monday and we're going to go right to the 4th of July. That's how the calendar lays out this year, and that's how racing will lay out this year, and that's how Race Day Las Vegas will lay out this year. So we welcome you to the show on this day, your 29th day of June, and we'll stay on the air nonstop in our morning hours until the 4th day of July. We welcome you to the show today. Here in Las Vegas, your gaming capital of the world, over the airwaves and studios of Sports Talk 1400 AM and 107.1 FM. That's right, we're on FM too. Beautiful day in our neighborhood. And we welcome all of the folks listening to us worldwide on many different platforms that we stream to get to you. Like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. We stream on there. We archive on there as well. And, of course, your devices, your iPhones, your Androids, get your phone app, the app at your app store, KSHP app. Put it on your device, and you can hear us now. And, of course, anywhere you get um, your podcasting as well. We're there. So I just want to remind you. And if you get us any other way, that's fine, too. However, wherever, whenever. Welcome to the Race Day Show for today, Thursday. Now, we're going to ramp it up over the weekend. Here's how the deal goes for uh, the Race Day Shows. We're going to be here uh, tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday and Sunday, like we normally are. When we turn the calendar on the first and second days of July. And then Monday, July 3rd, we will have a special holiday Race Day Las Vegas radio program. We're not on Mondays usually, but hey, the holiday goes through the 4th, so we're here. A lot of racing going on around the country. So we'll be here at a usual a weekday start time at 7 a.m. And we will do the same thing on Tuesday, the actual holiday, July 4th. We'll also have a show, a holiday show. And it will also start at our weekday start time at uh, 7 a.m. Pacific. Then 
will take off Wednesday and Thursday, which we normally are on the air. But we're going to switch it, our Wednesday and Thursday of next week, to Monday and Tuesday. And so we'll be here today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday holiday. Take off Wednesday and Thursday, the 5th and 6th of July, and come back on Friday, the 7th of July, and then back to our usual schedule, just like the racetracks. They're maneuvering around as well. So that's the deal. Mark it down. We'd love to have you with us. And today, the weather here in Las Vegas is, uh, we're getting hot here. So if you're coming on out, make sure you get your uh, bathing suits, your Tommy Bahamas, and your sunblock. If you're going to spend the weekend here celebrating with us in your gaming capital. Because um, right now, here in Las Vegas at 15 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time, it's at 82 degrees, already 82 degrees. We are going to get up to 102 degrees today. Now, here's how it rolls out for the rest of the week. Friday, up to 106. Saturday, 109. Sunday, we're going to top off. Are you ready? By the way, this is an update from the weather service because they added two degrees from the prediction yesterday. So Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, I should say Sunday and Monday, Sunday and Monday, they say we're going to top off at 115 degrees, 115 degrees. And then on uh, 4th of July, Tuesday, 109. Now, it's going to be sunny, no wind or anything, so the fireworks will be doing their job on, on you know, the holiday. But because of the, the, the hot, you know, temperatures, we do have a, an excessive heat warning. The excessive heat watch goes into effect from Saturday morning, 11 a.m. to Monday at 8 p.m. And... What it really means is that you got to watch out because the heat will get to you and it'll get to you quick, and you won't even notice it by the time you're in trouble. So you got to stay hydrated, a lot of water. Don't stay out in a direct sun for too long because you'll fry. Make sure you got your sunblock or your brimmed hats and all that stuff. Be real careful outside, and uh, t- and keep an eye on the folks who have a hard time with. Uh, the warmer weather, the hot weather, like uh, older folks, uh, you know, check on your neighbors and all that. And for goodness sakes, don't let the kids get out there and play too much in this thing. And certainly your pets. So keep an eye. Just remember, that's here in Las Vegas. Now, as you branch out across the country, most of the weather is not from Mother Nature. Because right now, up and down the Pacific Coast is clear. Gulf Coast is clear. Atlantic Coast is clear. The entire country, for the most part, is clear. I mean, really, it looks gorgeous out there as far as Mother Nature. However, you know and I know, we've been talking about these raging fires in Canada and the jet stream that moves across the country, comes down from Canada, and has now again as it was, what, a couple of weeks ago when it first started out. Again, remember, the fires are still going on up there. They haven't got them all out. And that smoke and the air quality, again, has permeated into the northeastern section of our country. 
you just split the country down into quarters. And you got like from Minnesota, Iowa, right down through Arkansas, and then you get down to the southeast and over throughout the entire east coast up through New York, New Jersey, up in, uh, you know, you go all the way up to, uh, you know, practically right up to Massachusetts. The jet stream is bringing down all that unhealthful air uh, air and smoke and all that into the uh, that part of the country and it crosses over to places like Kentucky and Tennessee etc so when we give you the racing menu each day as we do now take into consideration that these tracks can cancel at any time we give you what we got now right now they're still the tracks that are in these areas are still waiting to get an official on whether they cancel or not today. So we're just going to give you the menu, but realize that there's going to be cancellations. All right, you do have to realize that. Okay, for example, the smoke from the Canadian wildfires drifted southward towards the Midwest uh, yesterday. Poor air quality had forced cancellations at Hawthorne Racecourse. Horseshoe Indianapolis, Balterra Park, Presque Isle Downs, canceled after we went off the air, Thistle Down, canceled, and Mountaineer Racetrack canceled. All right. Now you can go to a website, airnow.gov, A I R N O W.gov, G O V, and it runs an Environmental Protection Agency. Unhealthy Air Quality Index, the AQI. And uh, anywhere from 151 to 200, uh, unhealthy. But when you get to 201 to 300, it becomes hazardous. And 301 and higher, you can forget it. So if you want to check that out to an area that you think of a racetrack that you want to play, you might want to do that today. When the index is at 175 or higher, racing activity, including the workouts at the racetracks and galloping, could all be canceled. And HISA is the one that uh, puts out this edict for the racetracks, the racetrack safety rules uh, required from HISA. You remember we uh, told you about it yesterday. So that's how we're laying it out right now. Mother Nature is not the problem. It's the air quality and the smoke coming down from the jet stream from Canada and it's engulfing right now uh, from the Midwest, North, uh, you know, and right through the East Coast. It's going to vary. So we just want to let you know about that, okay? So when we give you the menu, we'll just give you the menu of racetracks that are scheduled to go today, but that that does not mean that there will be cancellations. All right, enough said about that. Um, you were, we were talking about, remember I gave you the news yesterday that the Ohio Derby winner, two fills, um, sustained an ankle injury and went to Rudin Riddle, uh, to, uh, get it corrected and operated on. Well, yesterday, uh, they decided that two fills, who was that big runner up in the Kentucky Derby on May 6th, and he was one of the leading, uh, horses of the 2023 class of three-year-olds. They decided to retire him. So he has been retired. We won't see two fills anymore. 
He's been retired. And so, uh, you know, just starting out to mature and get get uh, some really good races under his belt. But he has retired, and he retires a winner, winning the Ohio Derby recently. Uh, sad news to report, and I remember this. Of course, you know, I'm an old guy. Penny Ann Early, one of the first female riders to be licensed in the United States. And, you know, she was a victim of discrimination as a lady jockey back in the 1960s when it wasn't, uh, you know, as popular. Uh, She passed away. She died on June 23rd of an apparent suicide, according to her two friends who uh, talked to the Daily Racing Forum. She was 80 years old. She was living in Tennessee at the time of her death. She had a brief career as a jockey because of all of that uh, discrimination back then in the early 70s and late 60s. She won races at Suffolk Downs. She won the Lady uh, the Lady Godiva Handicap, etc. She rode 12 races in 1969, and that was, of course, the same year that Mary Bacon came up and won 55 races as an apprentice. She really opened the door, though, for the female riders in this uh, in this industry. Sad to see her go in that manner. Penny Ann Early. All righty. And uh, just a, a final note. We also we also told you about uh, Wesley Ward. He's serving a suspension 15 days for uh, handed down by the stewards in New Jersey. We, we told you about that yesterday. And so on today's show, we have uh, Jonathan Hardoon going to join us. John Lindo will join us. As you know, Belmont doesn't crank up till tomorrow, uh, smoke permitting. Can't say weather permitting anymore. It's like snow, smoke permitting now, air quality permitting. Um, and, of course, a big weekend coming up, uh, hopefully smoke permitting. We've got 50 total stakes races over the weekend starting on Saturday. The bulk on Saturday, 35 stakes races. And Churchill at uh, Ellis Park has six big stakes races there, including, of course, the Breeders' Cup winning your in grade one. Stephen Foster, where there's seven graded winners in the eight-horse field. Boy, we hope that that doesn't uh, get canceled because of the uh, smoke. And a big day coming up on Saturday at at Woodbine. They have five graded stakes races there. And we're going to bring in a handicapper that Woodbine is providing for us, a man named Gino Buccolo. Gino for Woodbine will be with us and uh, kind of go over those five races at Woodbine on Saturday. I can tell you this, they have drawn for those races, and the Nassau, the uh, the highlight of the graded stakes races, the grade two Nassau, at a mile on the turf <clears throat> for four-year-olds and up in fillies and mares, has drawn an- the entry of Mora. You remember Mora? She was the Canadian Horse of the Year last year. So she's in the field making her uh, start this year. And she is the two-to-one favorite in a field of nine. So maybe we'll have a little conversation about that with uh, Jonathan Ardoon when he gets uh, in with us. And remember, because we got a combination of the smoke going through and now heat, the heat we're dealing with here in Las Vegas, but some racetracks are as well. 
And because of the predicted high temperatures in the Henderson, Kentucky area, where Ellis Park is at, they are going to be adjusting their post times. Okay? Ellis Park is going to be adjusting their post times. Now, it says they were scheduled to go at 945 this morning. But in an earlier uh, in an earlier note from Ellis Park, because of the heat, they say they're going to start at 8.45. So keep in mind that two days ago when they put out their release talking about the expected heat in that area, they said they were going to go at 8.45 a.m. Pacific time this morning. Their regular schedule is 9.45. Now, we're going to give you 8.45, but if, they, if the heat didn't come as they expected a couple of days ago, then their usual schedule post time is 9.45. They also said tomorrow Friday, because of the excessive heat, they're going to start at 7.30 a.m. That's what they said, 7.30 from their 9.45. And on Saturday, they go back to 8.45 from 9.45. Now, that is what they released a couple of days ago. If the weather has let up, they may stay with the regular post times. They did not send out a correction release on any of that, so we're going with that information to you. Just want to let you know about that. All right, let's go to our first break, and then when we come back, we'll be uh, giving you your racing menu of racetracks that are scheduled to go today. Remember, because of the smoke, they're scheduled to go today. I predict somewhere along the line this morning they'll start canceling some of those based on what I see as far as the smoke and the weather. As a matter of fact, Horseshoe Indianapolis tweeted out a photograph yesterday, and it looked like it was so thick it looked like fog over the racetrack, but it was smoke. All right? We'll be back. Don't go away. Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All right, look, uh, we are getting some late news, and it comes out of upstate New York, and Jonathan Hardoon's going to have that because uh, he. Uh, we just had a conversation about that. So let's do this. Let's get started with the menu of racetracks available today. In the race book, Summer Cast Centers and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas, listening at Sports Talk 1400 AM, 107.1 FM, these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. If you're listening on the internet at our websites, if you're listening on your iPhones or your Androids, or if you're listening on your podcasting or anywhere else, any way else that you get us, however, wherever, whenever, the first post times are Pacific. If not in the Pacific, adjust to the Pacific so you don't miss anything. Like I miss mom and dad, okay? First post times are Pacific. I know we say that every day, but there's some people that jump on and off. You know, we got some new listeners out there. Are you ready? 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 Okay, here we go. We begin with Delaware Park. Remember, this is the menu as is scheduled to go today. Uh, the uh, smoke cancellations may come at any moment. But right now, Delaware Park is scheduled for eight races and a first post time of 9.30. Then you have Churchill at Ellis Park. Now, they have scheduled the first post time as usual at 9.45. However... Ellis notified through a press release a couple of days ago that because of the excessive heat in that area, not the smoke, but the heat, they're going to back it up an hour. So we're going to give you the first post time at Churchill at Ellis at 8.45 this morning. Okay, 8.45. Nine races. Enough said there. Horseshoe, Indianapolis, that canceled yesterday because of deep, deep smoke. They're scheduled for 13 races today, eight thoroughbreds and five quarter horses. The quarter horse races will be the last five on the card, the thoroughbreds, the first eight. They also said that the cancellation yesterday, they're going to try to add some of the races that were canceled yesterday over the holiday weekend. So the first post time today at Horseshoe, Indianapolis is set at 11.10. 11.10 at Horseshoe, Indianapolis today. That's where it's set at, Okay. All right, next comes Hawthorne Racecourse, who canceled yesterday. Hawthorne set to go today so far. They have a super high-five jackpot carryover. 
131,129. Seven races are scheduled. First post time, 1230. Woodbine, north of the border there, Woodbine. They're trying to dodge the smoke up there as well. Now, they have a super high five jackpot carryover of $44,370. Their pick six jackpot carryover is $14,091. And they have scheduled seven races today in a first post time of 150. 150 Woodbine today. Then you have Penn National. Penn National is scheduled to go with seven races at 3 o'clock this afternoon. They have a super high five jackpot carryover, $6,635, 3 o'clock post Penn National. Evangeline Downs should be okay because they're further south. Evangeline Downs, eight races, first post time, 3.30. And then Charlestown is scheduled to go tonight at 4 p.m., but remember, they're in that pocket too. They have a pick six jackpot carryover, $13,177. Eight races are scheduled and a first post time scheduled at 4 p.m. All right. We're just giving you what we have at the time we have it right now. And that's uh, that's the menu for today. All right. Let's go to Jonathan Hardoon. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine. Do you have a gas mask on up there or what's the deal? No, it's not too bad. The bad news is that I just saw on the news yeah. that these fires are going to last throughout the summer. Are you so we're going to have to deal with this for the next couple of months. And, uh, you know, with Saratoga, uh, obviously it's not going to affect Del Mar, but, uh, you know, the East Coast racetrack certainly could have problems throughout the summer, depending on which way the wind blows. Well, yeah, because remember, I mean, uh, it was really bad when it started out, like, what, uh, a couple of weeks ago, right? Maybe three weeks ago? Yeah, like three weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Three weeks and ago. Then it dissip- it okay. And then it dissipated here in America as far as the air quality, and we didn't think any more about it. But those things are still raging up there, and now the jet stream is doing what it did initially when it first started out. It's it, The jet stream is dropping down over the northeast, et cetera, and they're going far south as far as the southeast, et cetera. So I can see that. I mean, it's really that simple. Until they get that thing under control and out, we are going to have intermittent problems with that, don't you think? Yeah, and and again, they said they're going to last throughout the summer. So you're going to not only have to handicap horses, you're going to have to handicap the weather and the smoke and the wind. Well, you know, I understand that, obviously, when the air quality gets that bad, they're not going to exercise the horses. They're not going to run the races, etc. It's bad for the uh, exertion of, of uh, what you need to do in competition, both horses and man. But the horses are still in the stable area sitting there for 24 hours each day and maybe walking, and, and they're still breathing that stuff. So we have no, no idea how it's going to affect man or beast even when, the, when it clears up. In the long run, you're 100% right. Listen, they have fans in most of these stalls, you uh-huh. know, so yeah. I'm sure they do whatever they possibly oh, sure. can to keep things good. Yeah. I mean, wow. Mess. By and- the way, Ralph, I have to correct something I said yesterday. We have terrific listeners, and mm-hmm. Jeff uh, pointed out to me that uh, the new three-day rule for uh, vets checking on horses and in Naira was not a Heiser rule. It was a New York State gaming rule. So I was wrong, and I stand corrected. It's still a bad rule. I don't care who made it, Heiser or or uh, the New York 
Racing and Gaming Association. Yeah. Uh, it's still a bad rule, but uh, I uh, blame the wrong people, so I just want to correct it. Well, that's okay. Listen, I got Corey Nakastani still riding. So. <laughs> I called. I, I <laughs> want to know if I can get him on another horse. <laughs> since he was riding. Yeah, but, but, uh, he's only in for one race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's New York doing that. Why do you yeah, think? Right. I mean, why do you think New York would get more stringent on their regulations than HISA? They're trying to catch up to California, I think. Oh, they okay. just want to make it harder and harder <laughs> to, to write races. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot of things that happen that are beyond just opening up the good old daily racing form and handicapping horses to try to, you know, try to get some winners in horse racing anymore, isn't there? Yeah, and by the way, if you played parks yesterday, you had to deal with that. Uh, they had a torrential downpour two days ago, yeah. and it, you know, the, I guess the the drainage system inside the rail at the 16th pole backed up, so there was a swimming pool like for 50 yards in the stretch, and yeah. jockeys had to avoid it. Yesterday in the first race, there was a one to nine shot or a one to five shot. He went right through the swimming pool and he stopped. And the horse that came wide at fifty to one huh. won the race, uh, causing that six hundred thirteen thousand dollars payout in that early pick five. And uh, you know Tuesday would have been a mandatory payout, so I'm sure they weren't happy with that. But the whole day, riders were avoiding the, the, the swimming pool, and that's yeah. what I'm calling it. If you look on Twitter, you'll see it. Yeah, it, it yeah. was just glaring. And it was sticking out. I'm just shocked that they couldn't figure out some way around it, either add more sand or try to squeeze the water out of it. They just left it there, and people had a handicap. Who's going to go through it and who's going to go around it? The the head-on shot that I saw on Twitter, I think that's the the only one, but it's been put on there so many times, where a horse was coming down the stretch. And there was only one horse left that was getting, you know, on the inside. Everybody else was drifting out, and it, it uh, this 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 pool, this this pocket of water. I don't know how long it was, but the width was about uh, three horse widths lengths. You know, it was that that wide. And this horse, maybe more, Ralph. Maybe more because you know the angle you see, you really can't get a fair. Yeah. Ju- it was it was at least fifty yards. I'll tell you that much. Long and and wow. it was at least four or five paths out. So you know there was a couple of DQs, a couple of foul claims. I think one DQ. Oh. Horse had no choice. He was trying to avoid it. He was bearing out, and he went right into another one. Oh, so it was kind of a mess yesterday. Also, while we're on parks, you know, yeah. they it's kind of misleading the way they tell you that they have two carryovers every day. That's not true. Okay. You know, they have one carryover that goes from the first pick five to the second pick five, and, and it continues daily. So uh, it's not like they have two $500,000 carryovers because yesterday the uh, late one was hit by multiple tickets and now the carryover is $29,000. So it was a little misleading having people think that they had two yeah. giant jackpots. That wasn't the case. It's yeah, the absolutely. One. It was misleading. Now on Equibase, when they do the carryovers, they separate the two. So in other words, the first one you see is the one that was carried over when it wasn't hit in the first pick five. The second one you see is the one that's carried over to the following day's first pick five from the second pick five, then. Is that right? Exactly, but it looks like it's two Yeah, right, it does. Pools. And it's totally misleading, and it's really false advertising, to tell you the truth. And they really got the bad end of it, because Tuesday would have been a mandatory pad on July 4th. 
that was hit, so they want that extra handle for parts. All right. Now, uh, maybe there were some complaints to Equibase about how they post the carryovers, because I see today on the carryover page, there's only one carryover. Of course, that's not uh-huh. until, it's not until July 3rd anyhow, but there's only one carryover on it posted at $29,123. Is that correct? Correct. You see, they fixed it, but we caught on to them, so... Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we depend. Nothing gets past race day Las Vegas. You should know that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Corey did. <laughs> Nakatani did. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes uh, we make mistakes, and uh, all I can tell you is, We're hey. We're getting older, Ralph. Yeah, I'm We're getting, getting old. older. What can I tell you? You know, there, there are brain cells that are burning, and it's not even caused by uh, libation anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just, just an old guy. Uh, all right. So. Uh, you have a sheet today for Churchill at Ellis Park, correct? Correct. And now let me ask. The radio winner out. Okay. Now, uh, before we get to that, uh, did you hear about the uh, excessive heat warning there that they're uh, changing the post times as well? Did you hear that? Yeah, I sent you a, um, a, a text the other day when, okay. I, when they announced it for the first time. But that is correct. Uh, right. You know, they're moving post times up. I remember last year they did that when they had the, the heat waves, which was smart. You know, uh, yeah, that's to okay. The races in before the, the middle of the day when yeah. it really gets hot out there. So. Yeah, that's fine. Now, it, it seems strange to me, though, and maybe it's because they think Friday is going to be the hottest of the days. Uh, but, like, tomorrow, Friday, they got a 7.30 a.m. post time, uh, you know, Pacific time. So yeah, being the proactive, they're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Instead of running and canceling after two races, let's try to get there. You know, we were talking about NBC covering the yeah, fourth yeah. run yeah. uh, on Saturday. You would have thought they'd find ten minute window to do it, but uh, Alice Park did the right thing. So when they do the right thing, we got to tell them they did the right thing. Absolutely, the right thing. absolutely. But Saturday is the big day with all those uh, graded stakes races, etc. But yet they go back to an eight forty five early post time. And what I'm saying is then they must predict that the hottest day of the three-day pocket of that warning for heat has got to happen tomorrow. Otherwise, I would think they would go 730 on Saturday, too, don't you? Absolutely. Uh, you know, they, they looked at they, they looked at the weather forecast, and uh, that Friday's going to be the worst day. So, you know, they, they did the right thing yeah. again. Yeah. You know, listen, worst-case scenario, I guess they can announce that we're moving Saturday up to 1030 sure. as well or whatever. Sure. If, if that's the case. But now that part of the country right now, the biggest concern is this uh, jet stream and the air quality and the smoke that's coming down from Canada. Because right now it's covering places like Indiana, Ohio, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, uh, parts of mid and western New York. I mean, it's getting down towards Tennessee and, you know, in Kentucky as well. It's 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 part- portions of Kentucky. Now, Henderson, Kentucky is the most western part. It's right by the border of Indiana, but Indiana is all covered with with uh, the predictions of, uh, you know, the bad air quality that feeds a little bit in uh, to uh, Kentucky right at the border there. So we got to pay attention to that now, I guess. Yesterday they canceled early. Well, there you go. He just dropped off. All right, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we'll try to get back uh, with... Uh, Jonathan. And of course, we still have John Lindo to go, so uh, don't go away. We'll be back. We got to get Jonathan's pick today at Ellis. My goodness.
fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, we've gotten contact back with uh, Jonathan Hardoon, so we don't know what happened. Probably uh, some some truck somewhere between him and me hit a phone line and knocked out that phone line. But whatever the case is, you're back because we wanted to get your pick today at Churchill of Ellis, my goodness. Just one more thing, Ralph. Yeah. We said yesterday that the two fills would probably be retiring, yep. and it's official. He yeah. is now retiring, and, uh, you know, it's a sad thing. He got good, really good in his last couple of races, and uh, everyone thought it would just say uh, injury, and he'd be back, but uh, they opted to go the breeding way instead, and, uh, you know, racing's going to lose another possible star. Trainer was a little... Uh, much maybe over the top comparing him to secretariat. I know, but... I, know I saw that. Uh, you know, uh, what the heck? You have a superstar. You want him to be secretary, though. Sure, and and it's and it it's not conclusive. It's debatable, so he can get away with it. <laughs> exactly. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, before we uh, go there, though, if you had to vote right now today for three-year-old Eclipse Award, and I know we still got the. 
uh, several big stakes races. The Travers, of course, the big summit in Saratoga, hopefully get all three Triple Crown race winners together and kind of settle it there. But And then they got to go against the older horses uh, through the Breeders' Cup. But if you vote, if you had a vote and right now, what would you, who would you vote for? I would vote for Forte because I'm predicting that he will have the best summer yeah. out of these three-year-olds. I agree with Listen, you. Listen, he didn't accomplish anything. He finished second in the Belmont Stakes. He was unfortunately scratched from the Derby and unable yeah. to run in the Preakness, you know. But up to that point, I yeah. thought he was the best three-year-old coming in off of his races in Florida and over the winter. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't think I, anyone blew, you know. I agree with you. Uh, I thought his oh, okay. Florida Derby race was outstanding from that post. And he was re-rallying big time in the Belmont and uh, fell short there. So he has shown uh, flashes of brilliance in the in the races that he's allowed to run in. So we will wait and see. Exactly. But there's a lot left to go in that division, that's for sure. What are you going to give me today? We're going to look at the eighth race today at Ellis, a mile and eighth on the main track, and it's a full field there, Ralph. And I really like the number four horse, Magic Bubbles. So this is a three-row filly from the Stevens Mewson barn, Tyler Gaffley on a board to ride. She has five starts this year, and she's improved in each and every one of them. She's listed at six to one on the morning line. I like the inside draw. I like number four, Magic Bubbles, to win today's eighth race out at Ellis Park. All right. I, did they name this horse after a... Uh, Pole dancer? <laughs> Bubbles that does magic or something? <laughs> In the eighth race, number four, magic ball. Just this funny stuff. In the eighth race, number four, magic bubbles. Tyler Gaffleon aboard. The four in the eighth race today at Churchill of Ellis. Let's hope they race, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. Now we go to John Lendo standing by. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Well, I don't know. I think Southern California hits <laughs> hits it just perfect today because I don't think you're going through the the heat warnings that we're going to have here when we get to 115 by Sunday. But yet, you know, and it looks like even the smog isn't as uh, testing as the smoke is in other areas. So you guys are probably in a sweet spot. It's pretty nice. It was nice for Los Alamitos last weekend. We got that. Uh, you know, overcast over the water here in, in Southern California. It'll burn out this afternoon. It'll be nice. And it's supposed to get a little warmer this weekend, but, you know, we're not going to deal with anything like the numbers that Las Vegas will have. But yeah. uh, we should have good racing through the 4th of July. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, especially in Southern California. Yeah, you got that uh, big rated stakes race on uh, 4th of July, right? Absolutely. The Great Lady M will be the feature. We're entering Sunday's ra- or excuse me, uh, yeah, Sunday's races are being entered today. We've already drawn Saturday. So uh, we've got Monday and Tuesday's draw to go for Los Alamitos. So, uh, yeah, four straight days starting on Saturday. Kind of strange. It was, uh, you know, I went down to get my copy of the racing form for tomorrow, and then I forgot. Oh, yeah, they're not running tomorrow out here. <laughs> That's right. They aren't. Uh, it's kind of crazy. And, and we're adjusting, of course, the race day shows to the crazy uh, schedule this week. But when you get the holiday sitting on, on a, a, either a Thursday or a Tuesday, you know that the good old U.S. of A. gives you the whole four-day weekend on one side of it or another. And because uh, this is an entertainment, uh, you know, racing is an entertainment uh, product, uh, the entertainment product, sports product, when people are off, it's when uh, they're the busiest. And you guys will see it. I'm sure you'll have about 300,000 of your best uh, friends coming out this weekend. They're already starting to come out, my man, that's for sure. And uh, these places are getting ready for a lot of... uh, a lot of the fireworks happening over the weekend. I I I would imagine that they're actually going to do the fireworks on the date of the 
holiday, which is July 4th, but uh, you never know what's going on here over the weekends, that's for sure. That's for sure. Hey, I, I just want to update. Uh, I do have some updates on tracks Good. Uh, with the regards to the bad weather back east. So, you know, if, if you don't follow some of these guys on Twitter, you should. Kevin Kirsty, who handles uh, Churchill Downs information, he's terrific. Yeah, he is. He says uh, uh, Ellis Park will race. They're off the turf today at Ellis Park. Okay. Okay. Woodbine has announced that uh, the indexes have gone down. They are scheduled to go right now, uh, first post time, one fifty p.m. Uh, local time. So they're good. And then Rachel McLaughlin over from uh, Horseshoe Indianapolis says that they are good to race today at Horseshoe Indy. And then uh, Jim Miller from Hawthorne says, again, the indexes have gone down. They trained this morning at, at uh, Hawthorne, and they are scheduled to run this afternoon as well. Uh, Rachel, uh, by the way, was the host of uh, the big event, uh, the uh, uh, Jockeys and Jeans event on Saturday at Caesar. She did a great job. She's terrific. I got a chance to meet her at the National Horse Players Championship earlier this year over at uh, Bally's. And, uh, yeah, she's a character. She's, she's, she's a fun girl. As a matter of fact, um, when uh, w- we actually did a seminar with her and her cohort at the time, uh, the the at uh, at Bally, I mean at uh, South Point, myself and uh, Patrick McQuiggan had a, a nice seminar with them. Uh, she was uh, she was very entertaining. She's a good handicapper too. I know she is. She gave us uh, quite a few winners that uh, that night. All righty. Well, I know that um, you know we're we're going to be racing in Southern California, big uh, you know uh, great stakes race there to end up that that meet over there. But there uh, is uh, a big card at uh, Ellis Park coming up on Saturday with the Stephen Foster, which is right now, I think, has assembled the best field of handicap horses, accomplished handicap horses that are in training right now of the year, I think, is in the Stephen Foster on Saturday. And, of course, Woodbine has those five stakes races featuring Mora's uh, comeback, the Canadian Horse of the Year from last year, and the Nassau on Saturday as well. So we got we got some good stuff. Uh, Linda report uh, update for the weekend. Uh, you juggling around there? Yeah, I'll have Belmont Park tomorrow. And then uh, when Los Al opens we'll, uh, on Saturday, we'll do Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Los Al. And I'm also going to do a full full card for that Ellis Park uh, card. That's the first grade one they're ever going to race there at Ellis Park, the Stephen Foster. Yeah. And uh, with all those stakes races there, I think it's a it's a tra- it's a race card I want to play. So for sure we'll have a Linda report for that. Yeah, the uh, Stephen Foster it comes uh, it comes up big, that's for sure. And I would think. Uh, by the way, we're talking about the three year olds and uh, the retirement of uh, two fills. Uh, but uh, Dick Mandela, that Go Rocket uh, horse, uh, that that one is uh, is making some uh, you know making some headlines. Well, you know, the second start of his career, he ran great in the San Anita Derby. He got sick after that, came back with, I'd call it a workmanlike win off the layoff and yeah. after, after that, so he's back on track. And uh, word coming out yesterday, Arabian Lion works seven, I mean, Arabian Knight works seven furlongs for Bob Baffert, and it looks like he might show up in the Haskell as well. So that race is getting saltier and saltier as we look at it. Now that uh, that race, uh, I think there's enough time, a space between that race and the Travers up at Saratoga, right? Yeah, I, I think you can do both. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's probably about about a month or so, maybe a little less than a month, but yeah. you can run them both. Yeah, and uh, I would think that uh, maybe the winner and maybe a horse that performs uh, exceptionally well in the Haskell may uh, may jaunt up to upstate New York to, to go to that. It looks like the Travers might be a summit, at least for the. Uh, triple crown horses. I think all three of them are pointing towards that race, right? Yeah, and you know, the California Stakes Program at Del Mar for three-year-olds is basically grass. 
So the, the good dirt horses are going to have to go back east, and we're starting to see that right now. Yeah, the Del Mar Derby Series. Uh, I think there's uh, three races, uh, including the Del Mar Derby, that uh, three-year-olds are all racing on the grass. But there is that Pacific Classic, and three-year-olds have won that before. Yeah, uh, well, last year it was won by Flightline, one of the best performances oh, I've ever seen. Please, so that was jaw-dropping. I, I don't know if we're going to be able to see anything like that again this year, but that was pretty fun. Oh, that was jaw-dropping, that's for sure. That was amazing. And, uh, you know, Del Mar's just uh, right around the corner as well. So we're getting we're getting into that portion of the year where we get uh, the the spa to, spa to the beach, uh, you know, racing from early morning at uh, Saratoga to late in the afternoon at Del Mar. It's just that's a fun time of year. I can't wait. Oh, me too. It, it, I'm looking forward to this. And, you know, Saratoga goes five days a week, so you have a little Saratoga on Wednesdays out there in Las Vegas. That's yeah, fun, too. that'll be nice. It'll be nice to have a Wednesday we can play Saratoga as well. Well, John, we'll put you back to work tomorrow. But in the meantime, today, uh, let's hope the smoke gets out of there. And they handle the lake over there at parks and everything else that we need to do and get on with the racing, that's for sure. One more thing to say for today, and you're going to say it. Have a great race day, everybody.